Cats, episode 10, 10th episode special. Podcast! The Podcast is our school's podcast made by us for you. Our mission is to entertain, inform, and get you excited about what's happening during our school year. Now it's time for some upcoming important announcements. As of the time of recording this, there are four weeks left of school. Congratulations to all students for completing almost a full school year of distance learning. Now get ready to attend the 2021 Brookside School Virtual Career Fair. This event will occur on May 13th on a special Google site which was created by your leadership students with a special interview with people who work in all different professions. Learn about being a lawyer, an athlete, a firefighter, and much, much more. So mark your calendars and be prepared. From now until May 10th, leadership will be collecting new books to donate to the Child Abuse Prevention Council. CAPC will be implementing the Raising a Reader Summer Program to all of its 23 preschool sites. The program will enable them to give each preschooler a book bag, a book, a bookmark, and a library card application, as well as a summer at the library schedule before they leave on summer break. This year's program will serve 500 students. From May 10th to May 14th, a school-wide spirit week will be hosted, so get ready to dress up and show your school spirit. For all 4th to 7th graders, student council signups and election will take place in the next few weeks. So get ready to campaign, and we will see you out there. Finally, the final episode of the 2020 to 2021 podcast will be posted within the next couple of weeks. Thank you, and go Bobcats! And now, name that sound. Can you name all these spring sounds? Here are the answers. Bees buzzing, birds chirping, rain pattering, rustling leaves, and baseball sounds. How many did you get correct? Welcome back to Brookside Action News with Reed Murphy. The Ever Given cargo ship has been getting a lot of news recently. But what is all the buzz about? Well, the container ship ran aground in the Suez Canal in Egypt bringing ships passing through the canal to a total standstill. Why does this matter? Well, the Suez Canal is one of the most important waterways in the world. It connects ships going from Asia to Europe and Europe to Asia. Everything from coffee to furniture to toys and even clothes pass through the canal every single day. For nearly a week, the ship blocked around 10% of global shipping traffic. In late March, the ship was finally released, ending the blockage. 
Many people are thankful that this unusual and expected event has come to a close. All information above has been sourced from the NPR News Agency. An interview with Mrs. Sprague, the leadership class advisor and creator of the podcast. Why did you start the podcast? The idea actually came from Mrs. Bender at my interview for this job. She mentioned how cool it would be to have a podcast. And I thought it was a great idea, but I didn't have a ton of time to do it last year when we were in person with all the events that leadership plans. As soon as COVID hit, I knew it was the right time. I thought, what are we going to do now? What can leadership do virtually? And that's when it occurred to me that we should start the podcast. I sent out an email to my leadership students and seven amazing students signed up to be the original podcast team. Why is it called the podcast? We all met as a team and decided we need a great name for the podcast. A student came up with the name Podcats because we're the Bobcats, which was brilliant. And we all loved it. And they became the Podcats team. Who creates the podcast episodes? We began with Mr. Gillig, the IT director from the district, really helping us figure out how to create a podcast. He was very kind to train us on how to do it. And then Keith Sprague introduced us to Final Cut Pro. And uh, we had an editor and then I would do the Final Cut Pro editing and we would piece it together. This year, our new team has a lot of ownership in creating the episodes. They decide the theme for the episode and what segments they want to create for it. We have a couple things we do all the time, like our announcements, but they get to have the freedom of choice for what they want to do for the individual episodes. My dream is hopefully for next year, if we continue the podcasts, for a student to become the editor and learn how to do Final Cut Pro and to really own the process of creating the entire episode. What is the most popular episode? Our first episode is definitely our most popular. We have 286 plays on that episode. I think it was the most popular because it was the first one and it was new and different. We had just been put in quarantine and people were really uncertain about what was happening at the school. So it made a nice connection with people. What are some of your favorite segments? So many favorites. I love the segments that involve younger students when an older student interviews a younger student. I love all of the interviews we do because it really allows the listener to get to know the interviewee better. I really love our fun facts and I love our news reports. The story times are always great. There's so many wonderful segments. The segment we probably got the most response from from people was the first debate which I'm hoping to play later on in this episode about pineapple and pizza. People were very passionate about their opinion on pineapple and pizza, which I was a little surprised about, but it was fun. I really liked Mr. Serini's rap when he was a guest on an episode. I loved when a medieval character showed up. I'm really impressed with the work our original team did in the original four episodes and our new team has done in this season's 10 episodes. They're truly amazing. Will leadership class continue to make the podcast next year? I'm not sure what's in store for the podcasts. We have one more episode planned for this year, so 11 total for this second season. Again, four total for the first season. I'm in the process right now of looking for officers for next school year, and we'll have to sit down as a team, a new leadership team for the 2021-2022 season and figure out what we want to do. I'd like to switch over possibly to video recordings where we do segments and announcements and things like that on video versus a podcast format. But we'll see. Who knows what the future holds? Thank you. 
And now, some of our most favorite clips from Season 1 and Season 2 of the podcast. Hello everyone, this is Melissa, and this week I have a riddle for you all. Two girls ate dinner together. They both ordered iced tea. One girl drank them very fast and had finished five in the time it took the other girl to drink one. The girl who just drank one died while the other survived. All the drinks were poisoned. How did the girl who drank the most survive? Make sure to stay tuned until the end to reveal the answer. And now, pause for thought. Welcome to this week's Pause for Thought, where two students face off on opposite sides of a topic. This week's question is, does pineapple belong on pizza? Many people have strong opinions about this topic. I would honestly love it so much. Yeah! I honestly absolutely don't like pineapple on pizza at all. Today's participants have been assigned a side of the argument to defend, so what they argue in our debate may not align with their own personal opinions. Our first participant is A.L. arguing for pineapple on pizza. Hello everyone, this is A.L. from Bookside Podcasts, and I'm here to tell you pineapple belongs on pizza. Pineapple belongs on pizza because not only it tastes good, it is healthy for you. It is actually scientifically proven that pineapple belongs on pizza. Isn't that crazy? According to Today.com, 46% of Americans say that pineapple belongs on pizza. The most popular pizza topping, pepperoni. Pineapple is loaded with vitamins such as vitamin C, potassium, and fiber. It is also filled with antioxidants, which can protect your cells in your body. Canada's prime minister sure loves his pizza with pineapple. I have a pineapple, I have a pizza, and I stand behind this delicious southwestern Ontario creation. So kids, next time you order pizza, be sure to order it with pineapple because pineapple does indeed belong with pizza. Our second participant is Roro, who will be arguing against pineapple on pizza. Some may think that pineapple belongs on pizza, but others don't. So I'm here to tell you why pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. So when you cook a pineapple, it takes all the juice away, right? Which is one of the reasons pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Because the juice is the best part. Also, none of the other ingredients are fruity, juicy, or sweet. So why would you add just that to a pizza. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, why pineapple? There are green olives, kale leaves. Um, you could also add ranch. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. Great job, participants. How do you feel about this topic, listeners? Write into our podcast by emailing Ms. Bragg. Your teachers can give you the address. Tune into next week's Pause for Thoughts, where we dive into a deeper topic. Can money buy happiness? This is Melissa again, here to reveal the answer to the riddle. I will repeat it once more. Two girls ate dinner together. They both ordered iced tea. One girl drank them very fast and had finished five in the time it took the other girl to finish just one. The girl who drank just one died while the other survived. All the drinks were poisoned. How did the girl who drank the most survive?
The answer is that there is poison in the ice. As she slowly drink her one drink, the melting ice released the poison. Hello everyone, my name is Lucia Tom, and today I'm going to be asking you five trivia questions about your favorite movies. Stay till the end of the podcast to see which questions you got right and which ones you didn't. Question one, The Lorax is based on a book by which author? A, J.K. Rowling, B, Beatrix Potter, or C, Dr. Seuss. Two, what candy was used to lure E.T. in the 1982 film? A, Skittles, B, Reese's Pieces, or C, M&M's. Question three, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what are the names of the four Pevenese kids? Question four, when Nemo was put in the fish tank in Finding Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? A. Clownfish B. Fishbait or C. Sharkbait And finally, for our last question. Question 5. In Madagascar 3, the voice gets arrested in which city? Stay until the end of the podcast to find the answers for these five questions and to see if you get them right or wrong. Pause for thought. Who do you like better, Star Wars or Marvel? Star Wars is better for the following reasons. Star Wars has great plot and character development. For instance, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. They start off at a young age, and you can see them progress through their ages as the movies progress. But Marvel has better backstories, because there's multiple movies about a single character. Well, that is true. However, Marvel puts way too much money into just one movie. Well, they could split all their money up into different movies to make actually good series. Well, you might say that, but Marvel does have the highest grossing movies with Avengers Endgame at 1 and Avengers Infinity War at 2. That is true, however... The different planets in Star Wars, they have much better art than any Marvel movie does. For instance, the planets in Star Wars, such as Naboo and Coruscant, they have great art and culture on them. Well, you might say that, but there are a lot more main characters. Well, you might say that, but Star Wars has many different planets. For instance, something can be going on in one planet over here, but in the other planet, and war is going on. There are many different plot points within Star Wars. Marvel focuses on different wars and battles every single movie. That may be true. However, Marvel makes tons of useless fights. For instance, Thanos. He's supposedly indestructible, right? However, what is Spider-Man throwing him against a wall going to do if he's indestructible? It makes no sense. Marvel just adds pointless fights in the movies. And now it is time for the answers to this week's movie trivia. Question one was, the Lorax is based on a book by which author? The answer was Dr. Seuss. Question two's question was, what candy was used to lure E.T. in the 1982 film? The answer was Reese's Pieces. Question three was, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what are the names of the four Pevenese kids? The answer was Peter, Edmund, Susan, and Lucy. Question four was, when Nemo was put in the fish tank in Fighting Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? The answer was Shark Bay. For our final bonus question, question five. In Madagascar 3, the voice gets arrested in which city? The answer 
drumroll please, was Rome. Congratulations if you got all these right, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Hello, I'm Jassy Majaj, and welcome back to our Arts and Culture Corner. We're going to be reading a story that goes along with this week's graduation theme called The Wonderful Things You Will Be by Emily Winfield Martin. I hope all of you enjoy listening to this week's story. Let's begin reading. When I look at you and you look at me, I wonder what wonderful things you will be. When you were too small to tell me hello, I knew you were someone I wanted to know. For all of your tininess couldn't disguise a heart so enormous and wild and wise. This is the first time there's ever been you, so I wonder what wonderful things you will do. Will you stand up for good by saving the day, or will you play a song only you know how to play? Will you tell a story that only you know? Will you learn what it means to help things grow? Will you learn how to fly to find the best view? Or take care of things much smaller than you. I know you'll be kind and clever and bold. And the bigger your heart, the more it will hold. When nights are black and when days are gray, you'll be brave and bright so no shadows can stay. And then you will discover all there is to see and become anybody that you'd like to be. And then I'll look at you and you'll look at me, and I'll love you, whoever you've grown up to be. The end. I hope all of you enjoyed listening to this story. Make sure to tune in next week for another fun story. Brookside Spirit Bobcat Pride in our hearts we do a pipe from kindergarten to promotional day. Here we Bobcats one to stay. Go Bobcats! This is the ending of our podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed. And a huge shout out to Mrs. Spray for helping us with all of the podcast episodes. And a thank you to all of leadership for their hard work and dedication this past year. And last but not least. Go, go, Bobcats!